When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for checking us out. Please subscribe. Do all the right things. Promote this. Tell everyone you know, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. If it is, if it's not, just lie and say that anyway. It doesn't really matter to me. I want you to push the show around. Happy to be back. This week's guest is incredible. Kirill is the man who got kicked off of Instagram for being too naughty. Pretty incredible, man. I was happy to sit down and talk with him. I've known him for a while via the web, and I'm glad that we got to connect finally. Uh, right now, I'm in Vancouver. 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 Uh, Vancouver, Canada. British Columbia, eh? I'm up there doing JFL Northwest. Uh, come out and see me. We're doing one live Whiskey Ginger and two... I'm doing two-hour shows. So two one-hour-long sets and then one live Whiskey Ginger show. Uh, tickets are still available at andrewsantino.com. I think a few have been re-released, um, but they're pretty close to being sold out. But go to andrewsantino.com for all that information. Then next week, um, I'm going to be in Bakersfield, California, going up to Bakersfield, ma'am, to the Templar Brewing Company, which is so dope. Uh, I've done this before, two shows. Uh, it's going to be great. And then the end of the month, February 28th and 29th, I'm going to be Detroit, D-Town, and then I'm going down to Atlanta, on the 29th. Of course, in March, I'm going to Philly. I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to Connecticut. I'm going to Cincinnati and Ohio. And then I'm going to be in Houston for Skankfest. I just got announced that I'm going to do a one-night show there um, in Houston uh, for Skankfest with all those troublemakers from New York. So for all this information, go to andrewsantino.com for the Red Rocket Tour. andrewsantino.com is the only place to get all that stuff, all the tickets. You can go for merch like this dope-ass Red Rocket hat. We have shirts, we have beanies, we have sweaters, we have all sorts of fun stuff. Also, the Patreon is there uh, at andrewsantino.com, or it's in the description below. Uh, the Patreon is going to have exclusive episodes that you cannot get here anymore. We're also doing one-on-one -on -one content with fans, um, and we're going to give them free special gifts. So it's pretty incredible. Uh, go to andrewsantino.com for dates, Patreon, merch, tour, all that good shit. But for now, yeah, now. Enjoy the episode. Whiskey Ginger is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace is an incredible place to go if you're trying to redesign, revamp, or start from scratch on a new website. They have, they have tons of templates that you can choose from. Um, it's extremely user-friendly. Of all the different uh, website creators that I've used, uh, Squarespace is, is probably the most efficient and, uh, and user-friendly that I've ever seen. Um, they have uh, so many different things that you can do on there other than just the templates that they provide. You can uh, publish your content almost immediately. You can sell products and goods and services. They show you how to do all that stuff. Um, it's, a, it's a new way to buy domains with over 200 extensions. Uh, they have incredible templates, like I said. They have powerful e-commerce functionality. It lets you do almost anything that you want online, whether you're an amateur or professional that's trying to get involved and get their new website up and running. I highly, highly recommend using Squarespace. We've used it ourselves. It is incredible. Um, if you're ready to get started on a new business and take everything to the next level and stop dreaming and make it happen, you really should use Squarespace. It's extremely efficient. So do yourself a favor 
and go to squarespace.com slash whiskey. You know the name of the show, squarespace.com slash whiskey. Use that promo code whiskey. Going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, you want to create a dope website for everyone to see your cool new idea or products. Use Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com slash whiskey. Use that promo code whiskey for 10% off. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again. Today, it is Kareel, the slut whisperer, or not. We could, we could take that out, too. You can call me whatever. Cheers. But it's Kareel. Kareel? Yes. Kareel. I said Kareel. it, right? Yeah. Kareel. But I gave it a There's, little accent. I, dude, I grew Kareel. up with this name in America. It's been butchered. But Kareel, but you were born in Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Born in Moscow? Moscow. I don't remember anything. I was six when I came here. Fully Yeah, you're American. Yeah. Like, I don't have too much pride for the motherland. Other than the fact that you guys got Trump elected, that was the dopest shit. You yeah, did. you're welcome. Thank you, dude. I'm <laughs> saying I said thank you once. I'll say it again, bro. Um, I'm already ready. You know, I can speak Russian. I'm ready for this. Can you? Yeah. But you said you were too young to remember. Yeah, but, but I had to grow up in a Russian household. Yeah. 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 So, like immigrant parents are like, you know, yeah, they, they won't let they, that shit they go. fucking rule with an iron fist. Where did you move to when you came to America? Brooklyn and then Jersey. Brooklyn and, and then, then I Jersey. grew up in Jersey my whole life, and but like we were. Like a city family from Moscow. So like we, anytime we can go to Manhattan, it was like Manhattan straight to like Broadway shows, comedy shows. That's all like my family was like very into culture. Oh, there's like, so many things. But like, you know, I don't know if they did it for real or just like fake to look like they were cultured. You don't, well, you don't think they really lo- lo- love that shit or they were just kind of. I don't know. My dad would bring a flask to the opera. I don't know if he was there for like the true like. That sounds absurd. the most, that's like the most American shit on earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That He's like, I gotta be American. drunk for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not watching the fucking opera sober. Um. I have a million and one questions. I'm, I'm trying to get to like one first thought in my brain, but I said Slut Whisper at the beginning. We said off camera, do we want to talk about it? You kind of iconically made a name for yourself on Instagram. Um, and in, in lack of a better way of kind of encompassing it, you are a comedian, you're a photographer, you're an entertainer. Uh, you are giving me way too much credit. Michelle. Why not? What, what the fuck? You don't think so? Do you say funny a, shit online? Just, yeah. Do you take pictures? Yeah. Do you create? Yeah, but content? I, I think funny shit online doesn't make you a comedian. Well, I don't think you're a stand. I don't think you're in what, no. I, what we do. Right, right, right. But I, but I would give you credit for the fact that you put up funny shit on the internet. Right, but I well, do you it make without. But I do it without fear of bombing. So it's kind of like I have a really nice safety net because I go delete. Oh, okay. Right. Like you can't just like tell a bad joke and be like, but Mulligan. Right. right. Mulligan. Right. Can I do it again? Yeah, well, guys. I'm glad you. I'm. I'm not, I appreciate the respect, the recognition. But from my perspective, like, there's not comedians aren't just one avenue any anymore anyway. Uh, but you creating funny content to me makes you a comedian just as much as someone who writes a sketch, someone who, look, I mean, it's a vague term anyway, Right. but I do think what you make is good online. Now I first heard of you or saw of you when you, when you did a, an account called slut whisper on Instagram, right? Which is now dead. Dead. Tell me when it died. (sighs) Uh, March 14th, 2020 on the 10 year anniversary of me, like. Oh, 2019. Jesus. 19, last year. Uh, on the 10 year anniversary of uh, me doing all of this, like, it was weird. It was like a very surreal moment. It was about to be a decade. It was one it decade. It was literally a decade, and I'm like, fuck yeah, wow, this is kind of sad. 10 years of doing this is kind of like, uh, and then all of a sudden, just it gets deleted. I'm like, well, okay, that's even what worse than fuck? I thought. 
They took uh, away from you. On, they do, do you think they consciously knew? No, I think it was the fucking. There was like you remember when Instagram. I, no one wants to hear about this, but yes, like you remember do. when Instagram was like bugging out for like two days in March. You don't remember it because nothing happened to you. I remember vividly. I was at a restaurant. Instagram was just like crashing, crashing, crashing all day with everyone. And then the next day, like account gone. And then I heard like a lot of people got wiped, a lot of bots. And I think they just kind of went like, "Hey, we're cleaning house. Like it's official. Like let's just like whatever new." I don't know how Instagram works, but I'm assuming. What did you, how, do, how do you think you got caught in the wake? I don't understand. What would have been your association with these fake accounts? Oh, I think I was just kind of like, maybe they just applied some sort of new like policy, right? Like, hey, if an account's had a thousand strikes, that's their new threshold as opposed to like 10,000 strikes. Sure. Who knows? Whatever it could have been. It's fucking crazy. We've talked to them and they've said like that, like, Kirill, you have flags for like, like all for every single type of like thing you can imagine i'm like right literally all we do is just make offensive jokes on the internet and i show girls covered in champagne it's the internet yeah it's like what do you I'm gonna, you, what, I'm gonna sell you that right like sex and sex and funny, funny. yeah yeah that's what the internet is yeah. well i mean for people that don't know let me i'll catch up people up to speed so essentially slut whisper was a page um that that had photos video memes fucking of you you were going to parties, you were pouring champagne on boobs and mouths and butts, and you were getting girls to do wild shit, and you were putting up funny content. Right. It was just, it was just kind it of was like basically, a, a stream like of a, fun consciousness. It was basically, I would give you whatever I was going through, whatever right. mood I'm in, right? right? If I'm like, you know, I don't do this anymore, but if I was coming down from Molly, let's just say, it's going to be a very depressing next day. I'll be posting some fucking, like, right. John Cena doing Make-A-Wish shit, right? Like, it'll be a lot of, like, and they'll be like, what is this, girl? I'm like, I don't know. This is just what I feel like. You don't have to follow. This is my online blog. It just happens to be on Instagram, right? right. It's just, like, I'm used to being a visual storyteller from just being a photographer and going to art school and all that shit. Where'd you go to art school? Uh, I dropped out of a shitty art school in Jersey. What was it called? William Patterson Shout University. out to William Patterson, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was so bad. Who went so there that bad, you know? The, me. Uh, it was <laughs> so bad uh, that, bro, this is a great story. Um, especially you have a lot of comedy nerds listening to this. Hard. Oh, my God. So I was in college going for animation, graphic design, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, I would sneak out to go to the comedy cellar and hang out with comedians and uh, got tied up with uh, Bobby Kelly. So, Bobby Kelly, so dope. Bro, so he's like, Kirill, we want to do this documentary. We're going to film this shit at the cellar, and then we're going to ship it to the troops in Iraq. Colin Quinn's going to deliver it. We're getting everybody on this. Um, will you help film and edit it? Because I was like the little fucking AV kid. I was trying to do anything I could for comedians in New York. Uh, and we filmed this documentary. And they, you know, took, I lived on Bobby's couch for like six months. Wow. Like it, it was a really awesome experience. And I wasn't even, I was like 19 years old, freshman in college. Were you doing a pro bono? Were you just pro bono? This was just yeah. exciting to be around, right. you know, people that I admired. So, so Bobby Kelly a, owes you some fucking money. That's what we're saying right now, right. Bobby. Mm. Pay up. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> so then we shipped it. It went off to the troops in Iraq and I got thrown out of college. They're like, you lost your full scholarship. Um, that's it. What for? Because uh, you flunked out? I didn't go to, I didn't go yeah, to class. Yeah, I lived on Bobby's couch. Right. I was like, Mom, I'm going to class. And then pew, like right. straight to Bobby Kelly's house in Manhattan. So then I'm like, all right, well, let me just try this Hail Mary. And I go to the dean of the art department. I'm like, so here's the thing. I'm, you know, you're taking away my scholarship, but let me try to get it back. Here's what I've been doing for six months. And he literally looks at it and goes, this is more important than anything we would have taught you. You can have your scholarship back. And then I got 
flunked out the next semester because I, <laughs> I was, was like, I was like, well, that worked. So yeah. let me just keep doing because that's way more important and way more fun. And it was just like it was I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. I'd rather learn from experience than have some fucking teacher teach me how to do Photoshop. You sure. Know? Well, I mean, it's funny because a lot of people that I work with I do graphic design and Photoshop and After Effects and stuff. A lot of them kind of taught themselves in a way, right? They learn a little bit from here then take from other people that they know. So those schools are kind of just an intro of structure to get you to, to a place where right. you... Right, look, I'm you know. sure there's an amazing art teachers at amazing art schools. I just... Not at William know, Patterson like, or whatever. No, it was just like it was good. It wasn't like... I'm glad I went there because it led me to this because if I went to a more serious animation or design program, I probably would have not found... All of this, yeah, all know? the shit that you're doing yeah. now. So then, after you, after you were flunking out of school, you did you really want to get into photography? Was that a real thing, or no. was that kind of an excuse to like? No, move I along? never even thought about. I took one photo class in like high school. I never thought about photography once in my life. Uh. I got a job at Caroline's Comedy Club because I needed money. Because I was like, I flunked out of college. I'm an embarrassment of my family. It's like the right. first child in an immigrant household to not go to college. Like, can you Ugh. imagine that Russian Jews? Like my mom almost had a heart attack. Uh, she still cries about the fact that I don't have a college diploma, but still, I, still. you can have mine. Arizona state journalism. It'll get you fucking nowhere. She'll be more disappointed. Arizona state. Anything. She'll be Shouldn't, more disappointed. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is exactly what I knew you would do. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting for my honorary degree one day, but, uh, I just started working at Caroline's, had a shit job, like shit pay, but it was so much, not shit job, but it was like fun as fuck to work with comedians. And we had a camera there and I would just take photos of comedians for fun. That's wild. Yeah. Who did you take pictures of that you really, really admired? Was there somebody that you were like, fuck, I love that comic. Um, there's one moment I, dude, I was there every night cause I made no money. So I ate comedy club food for breakfast, lunch and dinner Barf. and then had to like take the train back to New Jersey. So I I was pissed broke, so I would see everybody. And then one weekend I missed, Robin Williams dropped in for Jeff Garland. And I was like, are you fucking Fuck. kidding me? I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. You can but still I got catch to see him. everyone. You can still like, catch him now. He's still around, I think, right? Hey. He's moving around town oh, still. He's hanging in there. He's hanging in oh. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking... Yeah, you blew it. You blew it on that of all the shitty yeah, fucking that comics was, that you yeah. see. You probably saw a lot of dog shit comics too. And they're like, take a picture of this fucking clown. Who was the guy that you took a picture of that you didn't really like that they made you take photos of? They didn't make me do anything. Oh, I, they, didn't. I, they didn't care. I would what just, was your job then at Caroline's? Uh, graphic designer. Like, so they really, like, I would make play, a, I would just make playbills. My job was to make my job sound more complicated than it was so I couldn't get fired. Right. Right. Like, I used to go in and overcomplicate things because I was way too proficient of a graphic designer for a comedy club. Right. Like, the guy before me, like, used, like, you know, like paint to make shit. And I brought right. in Photoshop and I made it so overly complicated. But it was done right so that nobody could ever replace me, right? right? Like, if I had a sick day, they were like, oh, shit, we can't do this without Kirill, huh? Like, it was one of those kind of like, I always try to make myself but That's what comedy, comedy clubs, for the most part, like, they're just so run so inefficiently. It's, it's remarkable. A lot of times, not all clubs, a lot of clubs are great. But so right. many clubs are run like fucking restaurants. I mean, I they run them like a Chili's, though. you know? When I worked at Caroline's, all I wanted to do was own a comedy club. And when I worked at comics, I don't know if you've ever heard of comics. Yeah, I know here. comics, yeah. All I wanted to do was never own a comic. For sure. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a very obvious. Yeah. For inside baseball people, that's a very, like, uh, right, like specifically that, obvious reference over why you Right, right, right. I was like, oh, okay, this sounds like a nightmare. This it looks is. like a nightmare. It is. Well, a lot yeah. of the people that work in fucking comedy clubs that work in restaurant management, these parallel things that they try to. They're trying to make money off of selling chicken wings and beer some places. Some places take a lot of pride in comedy, right? Right. I just did Comedy Works in Denver. It's one of my favorite clubs in the fucking world. 
they take an unbelievable amount of pride in comedy. I'm not going to fucking badmouth and shit on some of the places that I should that take no pride, but fuck them. They know who they are. They're trash. They take no pride in comedy. It doesn't matter. You're just a cunt that comes in. They're trying to sell a, a half a dozen wings per table and six beers. And do you experience that on the road a lot? I don't anymore. Right, but but like was, you there do. was a, at a period, point in your right. career. Every comedian on fucking earth experiences that. I feel like I have a road life of a comic. I was just going to say you're, you're like, the parallel I, that you have. I don't experience anything in each city. I show up. I see a hotel room. I go to the party. I go to the hotel room and I get the fuck you go out. Home. Yeah, I don't not. For I'm for not. reference for people that don't know, like now you get paid to show up to a party to kind of be a liaison of fun, an ambassador of fucking right. fun what I is, like, what would be like the, what's a contract say two hours that's it just it. says Kirill two hours <laughs> that's it champ- how many what's your rider do you have a rider uh, yeah, of champagne what yeah is it? What's I have your like rider? 48 bottles of champagne uh, three bottles of Patron a bottle of Gregos a bottle of whiskey a bottle of Hennessy uh, mixer you know all the shit and then like a whole rider of props that they have to get what are the fucking props oh there's well there's a huge list and they have to choose like 10 because, like, every club just gets, like you said, there's some clubs that are like, whatever, like, we're just using Krill to get bodies in the door. We're not going to adhere to the rider. Yeah. And when I show up and it's not there, what am I supposed to walk out? I just look like a dickhead, right? So, like, there's some places where you go, you're like, oh, they didn't get anything. Like, right. I have to fight for, like, a bottle of vodka. Uh, but the rider's got, like, kiddie pools, silly string. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, like, just break down those walls of nightlife because they're so fucking stupid. Right. Like, it's so douchey and pretentious. Like, it's all a bunch of drunk people pretending that they're, like... Better than they are. Yeah, it's really not. So, like, I love the ability I can walk into a town and the club that might normally not want me will take me, and I'll be like, but you know, you can't have a dress code this night. You can't have this, and I'm just going to destroy your club. And they don't give a fuck because they make enough money. Yeah. Do you think the return is better that night or then the... Then the uh, residual effect is what they're really looking for. Well, you could take it either way, right? There was a period in my career where booking me would come with a certain amount of backlash. For sure. I've been banned in a few Canadian towns. Hey, congrats. Uh, what are we talking? Uh, are East you from Canada? No, but I know uh, a lot of Canada. I was uh, just there. I think I'm banned in Barrie, Newfoundland. <laughs> I shut a club down the second night. In Newfoundland? Oh, the second night it was open. Fuck me. I did, they booked me for a grand opening for both nights. I did it with, they were like, we want you Friday and Saturday. Monday, club lost its liquor license. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But it was like, what do you want me to do? Like, because the town was so small, they're like, whoa, we're not used to seeing our fucking, like, kids acting like this. It's yeah. like, well, that's what do you think? I'm that's sorry. Who they, that's who they like, really are. I'm going to put it on the internet. This is what, this is what, this is what it is. Uh, yeah, there's a couple, uh, they said, I think there was like one fucking college that said if I showed up on campus, I'd get arrested in Virginia or something a long time ago. Right. I don't know. All of it adds to the, you know, it's the, mis- the, it's the mystique, yeah. it's the, the allure. So, 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 so this is what's crazy is like, there are people that, that outside of what you are, which is like an entertainer, you're a body bringer, you're like there to fuck around and have fun. There's people that get paid simply to make an appearance and dip. You are required to fuck around. Well, right? Like you kind of have it in your right. In your well, contract. I mean, the way it would work is look, if I burn a club, a few clubs, word gets around, right? No one's going to book you. Right. My job is like, bro, I'm being paid to party. Basically, like, yeah. I'm going to over deliver. Like I show up early, I hang out. Like these kids who show up from like, think about it. Like my career is kind of built a lot on social media. It's the way we all interact with quote unquote your fans. Yeah. So when they show up in merch, and they're there, like, why would I want to be a dick and not show up and be like, I want to take a photo with you. Like, dude, thank you. Like, what I've been doing is kind of reaffirmed. It's cool to see these people show up. Right. How, how long do you think you want to do it for? I'm done. You're done? Oh, my God. 
Are you really though? Oh, I'm so old. My hangovers are brutal. Do you, are you like, really I'm gonna done be hungover for real? from this? I'm getting there. What do you I'm think is the cutoff point? I mean, I don't think I'll be able to change my like entire lifestyle. But I mean, like, I'll go out if I want to, or if I want, you know, I think it won't be for 10 years. It's been my bread and butter. Like I, even if I wanted to leave, I kind of couldn't. That's yeah, all like, where, that's what I'm saying. Right, like, you say you're done. Grow? It's like, where do you go? So like the, like, to be honest, the merch is like the, num- like that's it. It's completely yeah. eclipsed the, the finances of the parties. Like right. the parties are fun again because for like, Three years I felt trapped where I'm like, shit, what am I doing? What am I doing? How do I get out of this? Like, what's the next step? Right. Because it's really easy to be trapped in nightlife. And then you're like the 50-year-old dude who's still doing it, and it's just sad. Uh, kind of, but kind of fu- kind of dope. At some point, that's also kind right, of Right, but I didn't transition this into, like, Hugh Hefner. I transitioned into, like, the creepy dude in the club with a fanny pack. You know what I mean? It's like That it's motherfucker different... was creepy, too, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went but, to that but house I'd rather be creepy. It was yeah. sad as shit, dude. The Playboy Mansion was garbage in the latter half. Like, I went... When it was way beyond the cool years, really, and it was fucking so sad, dude. He was getting shuffled around by this like group. No, no, of, no but was the ha- was the everything else like? Uh, yeah, but you know what's so funny, man? Never meet your heroes Be- because the yeah fact because the, the internet has given us full freedom of sexuality and and prowess that that place doesn't have an allure because it's those things that you can think of in your mind of like. Women walking around in bikinis and this fucking and all yeah, this but did he also have the same lost. tastes he's always had? So he didn't nothing like, change. He didn't advance. He's no. like, oh yeah, check out these hot ladies I yeah. got. It's like, bro, they it were was hot like in like the eighties, seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, like nothing do you see how they Do you see the girls that are coming out these days? Right, the new that's, model. It's that, like that's he's the showing like the iPhone too. He was stuck. Yeah. He was stuck in the way past. Yeah. So it's just kind of like it lost. But was there juice. like a little bit of like, yo, this is I'm on sacred ground? Kind of, dude. But honestly, man, maybe it's just I was jaded. I was just like. Fuck, I thought for some reason I'd saw see somebody fucking. Like, I wanted something to happen that made me go, oh, shit, that's the thing that happens here. None of that shit happened. Right, happen. like, that's uh, that's like what Stan Hope said. He's like, some people just need to, like, that's all they had, just die. Like, you should have yeah. just, like, you could have just died at your prime and be just... He should have died. He should have died at the height of that fucking place. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, when the Playboy like, Club Like, was at the Chicago time when Larry and- Flint got shot, that's when, that's like the peak of all their, like, that's, when was that, the 80s? He got shot in the 90s, I thought. Yeah, right? so yeah. like 90s is peak. Right before the internet hits, Playboy, that's it. Yeah. If you got killed then, whoo. Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Hefner and You're Versace, forget it. <laughs> that's what you really want, though. When you get, like, I think about that all the time. Would Tupac have been a great artist if he was alive? I don't fucking know. Would Biggie have been his fucking beloved now? I don't know. I mean, it's easy to speculate and go, of course, they were so dope. It's like, yeah, dude, but a lot of guys were so dope. I don't know how, I don't know if they would have continued. And that goes along for every piece of art ever. Like every right. art that you're like, I don't know, could that artist keep doing that shit? I, I don't fucking know. That's why there's dudes right. that are like, Steve Martin's ass, he quit the fuck, he's quit stand-up. He was like, fuck this, I'm not right. doing it anymore. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Well, Eddie's about to come back. See, is he? I hear rumors. No, he is. He is? He's doing clubs right now, man. Wow. Yeah, he's got is a it ne- good? He's got a Netflix special. Well, I can't ask you to answer that because no, I would answer it. I, I would answer it honestly if I knew. I haven't seen him. But I will say this. I am unbearably nervous to find out how he does because I admired him when I was a kid so much that now he's doing it again. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared he's going to be fucking trash. I'm just being honest. Like I'm. Sca- I, I hope he's not, but I'm scared. He's right. Gonna like be Eddie trash. has fuck you money. Yes. Like, but does he want to turn down fuck you Disney money? Right. Does, like, that, I don't think he's doing it because of that. I think everybody and anybody who gets famous, you know this. Anybody who gets famous in any faction wants to keep it and sustain it. And at some point, when it's gone long enough, they want it back. Dave Chappelle didn't come back because it was like, oh my God, the money. He came back because he was like, 
I got to be Dave Chappelle again. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, those guys miss but being fucking... But this is a long hiatus. I know, but... Like, for, but, but yeah. like... Will Smith, dude. Will Smith went, took a, he went away from movies for a little while, and now he's on Instagram. He's doing fucking right, right, TikTok. Right, right, right. But he's like, crushing it. But the difference is, Eddie Murphy... What, like, what I want is him to come out there and say faggot again. Like, he might. Huh. He might. You think so? Yeah, because... because I would do... They. I would put... There should be a Vegas... Like you should be able to make a bet on a Eddie, bet on, on, Eddie, on Eddie's special. <laughs> like, why is there no casinos yeah. taking bets like that? Like, I that's would a good, love. That's a good bet. Like, what, bet do you what think? special will be? How trash? many faggots do you think Eddie Murphy will drop on his special on Netflix? Zero. You think zero? Zero. Let me let me say this. If, zero. If he does, if he does, if he does, it will just be tonally a different kind of joke. My my point is like Chappelle said just as controversial shit in his last special as he ever did before. He was just a little bit more clever about the wording. So if Eddie did it, I'm sure he would do it a little bit more. Right. I hope so. With a smarter Bro, slight. I just saw Dice in New York. Yeah. And I was scared. he's made a comeback. I was scared. Yeah. And he ripped it mm -hmm. at the stand. Bro, he was so good. He yeah. took that same character as if it matured. Like, and grew up. But it's still, it's so good. So I that, was that's so what I'm saying. Away. Eddie could do that. My fear is... That ain't gonna. Ha I don't know. I, I I I'm just afraid that is like he gonna do this. Is he gonna come out in a wild the, the outfit? Leather, the leather suit and shit. You know, uh, he comes uh, out in that red leather. Fucking dude, suit. how much do you think he got paid? I mean, honestly, I've heard a bunch of jokes about what the money is, and Netflix will never admit it. I asked the guy who books specials at Netflix about it. I was like, I I heard it was two hundred million dollars. He's like, you didn't hear anything. That's not even true. And I was like, really? Because it sounds like it's true. That sounds like Chappelle got what one hundred? Just to over get Eddie. Yeah. I feel like it was. I mean, look. The rumors get out somehow, whether or not they're total total right, bullshit. Right, right. Somebody said well, something. Well, I'm excited. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it will be. Hopefully, hopefully, it could be trash. So let yes. me jump. Let Sorry. me jump backwards. Um, what I'm what I'm curious about is like we live this life as comics on the road, of like the hotel can get depressing sometimes. The venues get depressing when the fans don't line up the way you want. Like when the people don't aren't there right. for the things you want. Like does that hit you in the same kind of way? Do you have those nights at the hotel when you're like, fuck, this is draining me, man. Um, I have. Because are you morning. solo on the road? I'm. I try not to be, but there are some times where you are. Right. Look, it's it's easy not being solo in Miami. Everyone wants to come with you. Sure. When you're like, hey, I'm going to Winnipeg. They're like, bro, have fun. I'll see you back in New York. Peace. Um. Yeah, I've learned to deal with, uh, like in the same way comics have learned to deal with bombing, where it's just like eh, that wasn't that bad. Like, whatever. Sure. I've learned to deal with, like, bro, I've had some really shitty parties. Uh, but I still make the best of them, and the crowd has a good time. It, it's just like, hey, there's a snowstorm, and 17 people showed up. Like, what, are we supposed to stare at each other? It's just super weird, right? You just do it so anyway. So we just, we just do it. It's just get drunk with them, and you're like, hey, I have all this alcohol that's on my rider, so let's get fucked up and then go somewhere else after. Right. Like, what? it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I, I'm pretty antisocial, uh, you know, offline. Sure, but when I'm working, it's it's like you know you got to turn it on. A little what's bit. the what's the can you can you talk about like probably the worst party you've ever had? The worst party I ever had. Well, the worst party yeah. I've ever had was Hoboken. That I had a that made the rounds. You've probably seen it. Yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Uh, the it was it was the easiest <laughs> gig on the uh, it was the easiest gig in the world yeah it really was it was like it was so close to my apartment it was once a month it was so much fun and this fucking dude just throws his wife on the bar 
and starts fingering her in front of everyone. And I'm like, you see it in the videos. I'm like, what <laughs> Holy is going shit. Like, what am I? And this dude is yoked, like huge, where it's not like I could be like, dude, stop. stop. Yeah. And it's like, this is security job or whoever's. Um, and then it just makes it on the internet and like instantly Damn. everywhere. Every, I was like, my career's over. Over. The last thing you want to do as a party guy be associated with alleged, you know, sexual assault. Luckily, it came, it, it took a few steps for the truth to fully come out. Cause first it was like, guy assaults woman. Then it's like husband and wife. And then they're like, cop and, and wife. And then, then it's like, all right, my name finally left all yeah, the You had clipping. nothing to do with it. At some no, point. I was like, I was just, a, I was just a, at that point, but I was it turns just observing. Out he was a, or he was an ex cop? He was like some cop or some shit. Uh, and he fingered his, he threw his wife on the bar yeah. and fingered her on the bar and you're right there. I'm literally a foot, I'm like on the bar, like, <laughs> I'm no, but I stopped pouring and people see the, and I'm like, everyone, there's dudes who were at the bar ordering drinks that were like, like face, like literally staring at a labia. We're like, How long okay. did this go on for? <sighs> 10 seconds. Right. Before it just was like. But it was all, everyone had their phone right, on. Right, right, right. Uh, but the mayor of Hoboken closed the place down. There's a mayor in Hoboken? Yeah. That feels like a place that def doesn't have a mayor. Right, like named after like a, hobos. Yeah. Like Hoboken. It says a dog uh, is a mayor. But to, like, and he, I still, I talk about this all the time. We should have made a shirt for it. It says that he said that my party was an affront to human decency. An affront to human decency? Right. That's a phenomenal name. Oh, I was like, this is great. The that should be like, if that, decency. I would, that's like a, that's like a, that's like a review for a movie. Right, right, right. I would this take that front yeah. to human decency. So, really scary at the moment. Hilarious a year later when you could be like, hey, remember that shit remember we that survived? Time that yeah, I've that almost chick? lost my career a few times. Or at least I thought I had. What was the other time? Beyond the... Well, the losing Instagram, was the, losing, Instagram, um, losing Instagram was a big one. Let me think. Because you had 1.4 million well, people. When they kicked you off, you thought that was over? Did you think it was like for real? Right, because I, I didn't even run a backup. I was like, I'm good. I'm on Netflix now. Like, I'm right. untouchable. Like, 1.4 million. Like, I got everybody. Dude, I had people hit me up that I was like, you know, didn't expect that were, that I not would say admire, but it was like, oh, that's kind of cool that people would slide in your DMs. Like, I saw your documentary. Like, right. you're like, oh, shit. These people are actually watching this shit. Uh, yeah, I was on cloud nine. And then I was like, 10-year anniversary, bam, 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 boom, gone. So fucked. Uh, it was hilarious. Wait, let, uh, let, let, me, let me crack that real fast. The Netflix documentary that you're in, that's still up though, right? Yeah. It's called American Meme? Yeah, I wasn't behind the title. But uh, it's the American Meme. It's so funny. I, I was just going to Dude, say. it was great for my career because I was the only person nobody knew on that. But I got to fucking soak up the juice of all the stars on it because that's why you watched. And then I got just all the residual love. It's funny because I knew I knew who you were before you did that. And when I watched it, you were probably the only one I was interested in watching. I'm being genuine. Thank you. That's the, I've told well, everybody. Because I, I was like, yeah, hey, I want to fucking, I want to see what the fuck is that it, about. It, it legitimized my career, or at least what I did a little bit more than just like, oh, this guy's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, but you know what it did though, for real, for me also, like not really knowing you, was like, uh, it gave me another insight into like, uh, who you were as a person. It did a good job of justifying you as like, because dude, somebody could look at like, this is a good example of what the internet does. Dan Bilzerian to like common Instagram America consumer, they either have two opinions. They're either like, fuck yeah, greatest thing on earth, right. or this guy needs to burn in hell. There right. really isn't any like middle ground with a guy like that. Well, I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because he gives you the exact content that's on brand, right? 
And it's exactly like he doesn't you know what you're getting. Ever. You're like guns, tits, money. Period. Guns, tits, tits money. That's pool. it. Guns, that's tits, it. That's money. it. Yeah. So it's like that's his brand, and that works. But for me, I've always like I'm just gonna be honest. Like, what do I have to lose? Like, but whatever. that's what was good about you. So because it, it revealed like, a little bit more of you that I was like, I don't really know enough about this guy. When it has your mother in there, talking about this parental struggle that you have of like you know whether or not that was overtly produced, but it's just like. There's a moment of truth that I love as a comedian because there's things that we like to tell that's like, it's nice to see the real shit. Like there's right. some real shit in there where you, for a moment, are like, it's a little bit of a weird bummer when your parents are bummed out even though you're successful. Right. That's a real fucking thing. Oh, yeah. You'll never see that with Bulzerian. That's my point is like, it was nice to get that slice of you that I don't think we could get from the internet. So for what it's worth, the documentary did its job for me right. when I was viewing you. Thank you. you. Know? Well, it was awesome. It was because I, I did a, I did something before that on Showtime and it was a fucking dud. Who, what was that? What'd oh you do? my god! I got sold on this thing. It was incredible. They were like, "Carell, we want you for the show." Dick Wolf's executive producer. I was dun, like, dun. "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, man. Dick Wolf. You're gonna be a fucking procedural show in no time. Showtime. Yeah. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. They want to show New York City at three in the morning. The show's called Three A.M. We're getting a crime scene investigator. We're getting a lady who works in a hospital. We're getting a hooker. We're going to get you. You're like, I'll get I, the hooker. And okay. I was like, oh, oh. they're like, we're going to show the how New York lives at 3 a.m. I was like, uncensored showtime. Let's do this. Dick Wolf. Oh, my God. And then they fucking cut the thing together. It was like the hooker's like crying about her boyfriend. I'm like, I thought I was going to see you like get <laughs> fucked behind a dumpster. Yeah. Like, show me real New York at 3 in the morning. Show me and real they New made, York. Like, they, they were like, oh, fight with your girlfriend about this. It's like. What? And was, then it was just Dick became even a part of it or no? I think he just put his name on it. Yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it was terrible. Yeah. And they didn't market it. They didn't promote it. I none of us what was it all called? of us were embarrassed. It was three AM on show. It's called three AM. Yeah. Everybody watch three AM yeah, on showtime it's tonight. Fucking bad. <laughs> Comment, it's... let us know what you think. That's funny though when they stamp names on things. I always think that's funny when they're like, You're like Dick Wolf, you're like, fuck, maybe the involvement will be high, right? Like right. I just did a show with little Dickie that's coming out in March on FX and you know, Dave. I, yeah, with Dave. Oh, sick. Yeah. And I'm not good at faking these fucking press things. I'm so trash at it. I've always oh, really? been trash. I don't care enough. Like, do they give my... you like a no. thing? Like, here's what you got. to no. Don't say this. No. Don't say that. They no. just let comedians out in the wild, dude, and hope that you're because trained they know for this? that we'll never say it. I'll never do it. They know that we will go against the grain. Oh, the script. If they're yeah. like, hey, we're always gonna break that. Were you honest? Too honest. Really? What happened? Yeah. Well, there's. Oh, you can't say it. I will. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. The woman from Entertainment Tonight was like, she's like, Kevin Hart's a producer on the show. How's Kevin? I was like, I never met that motherfucker. I never met him one day in my life. He, I go, he's in the green room. I still haven't met him. And the woman's face was like, "Uh, that's not what we want to hear. I was like, hey, man. But the thing is, like, oh, yeah, we run a mile with Kevin every morning before the shoot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we make a Nike commercial on fucking. No, but it was just like, there was no disrespect. I was like, I, I like Kevin Hart. I don't know him. Right. But like, I'm certainly not going to sit there and fucking phony it up for these people to pretend like he's Oh, because they boy. want you to. And a lot of people, I feel like, would because they'd be like, oh, Kevin, the best. Because it makes no, you look no. like you're fucking boys. I, I don't want to do that shit. No. I, I, so I did that. My, of course, my agent was sitting there like, you know, why the fuck are you doing that? I was like, I can't lie. Right. If you ask me something about Dave, I know Dave well. We're good friends. Right. I can't, I can't pretend to give credit where I don't know how to. Do you know what I mean? Right. So that... That's a huge it's issue. Like, Kev, thanks for financing this. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks right. for fucking playing around with them. But like, we're putting your name on it. That's at least. in the office. Right. That's right, office right. shit. I don't know any of that stuff. I'm fucking down here. But I think 
that happens a lot. You know, like Dick Wolf saying he's a part of that thing. I bet you if Dick Wolf really put his fingers on it, it probably would have been dope. Dick Wolf like 9,000 years old? Law and Order's been on for 40 years. He's been dead for 26 years. I don't think he's alive. He's yeah. like Walt Disney. He's communicating he's like fucking frozen. through. Yeah, he's frozen. They still make Law and Order episodes, which is Bro, insane. he has, he has, he has, Dick Wolf does Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, and they got one more. Another Chicago show. And I always said if I was tanking out here and I just didn't want to be in L.A. anymore, I would move back to Chicago where I'm from. And just be And just actor. jump on. one of the. I want to be the guy that when everybody runs by, they're like, where is it? And I go, he's in the break room. Like, that guy. That's all I want <laughs> right. to be. And just make them keep going, you know? That's all I want is like one throwaway line every fucking week. So good. The computer tech guy that just, goes, just, yeah. I'm working oh, yeah. on it! You know, that fucking guy. I'd be <sighs> that guy any day of the week. What would you, what was your, this is, this is a legitimate thing for people in our bullshit-ass business. Because, you know, look. What you do is fun. What you do is dope. But the game is bullshit. So, like, if you have to crack out at some point, if you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Where are you going? Well, the thing was, for me, there's a life. There is, like, an end, right? For comedy, I feel like you're just, you're just going to do this forever. Yeah. Like, who's going to... The voices in your head aren't going to stop talking to you to... You know? You're always going to be funny. Yeah, you're always sadly, gonna, yeah. Uh, with me, it was just, like, it's just taxing on my body because I can't not drink. Yeah. I can't, you know, I don't do that shot that someone hands me. I get called a fag, right? Because, Kirill, look on the internet. You're just a party machine. Right. You should, you should start t- sucking dick while they hand you the shot. I'd be like, like hey, I'll, man, blow, I'll suck it out of your yeah. dick. You do it, and I'll blow <laughs> you, you. You want me to be a real fag, dude? Yeah. Kiss uh, me, bro. Kiss me. Then I'll take a shot. I should just shot. start blowing guys at my parties. Fuck yeah, at dude. At this point, I should just change Whole it Whole new market. Like, the club owners are like, what? Then you start the gay clubs, then you make a, a ton I of fucking lo- money. I would love so much Clean house. pussy at a gay club. Are you Have you me? done gay, gay bars? No. No one's ever booked me for one. And I think they're, well, they've, uh, they're you heterophobic. Think you're too, yeah, they're, yeah, you're <laughs> they're too, too straight. They're, I'm too manly for them. You are too straight. You could, if you were more effeminate. Uh, trust me, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I've kissed more guys than anyone. In really? Room. Yeah. You kiss guys at parties? No. But I have. At home? No. I mean, you know, not at home. I've done it. That's You're skirting joke. around it, man. I don't yeah, know. Maybe no, you I, have. I, I can admit it. I know. I, I've. <laughs> I don't care. You no, have. I've never done it in private. No. Yeah. It's always been in public. Yeah. But when a dude comes up to you at the club and he starts fucking around, what do you have a limit with people? No, no, because no, I don't think anyone's trying to sexually assault me like that. Well, I was just gonna say girls are worse. I was than just guys. gonna say girls there's no way bad. girls don't sexually assault. Girls are the grab your worst. dick and shit. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, ha ha ha, and you're like, how was, you know? Yeah. I was waiting for pizza one night in West Hollywood. And uh, I, I had a cab drive me down there because it was the only place that was open. I went and got a piece of pizza. I'm standing out on the side. This guy comes up to me, grabs my, like, puts a finger in my ass, grabs my ass, and I turn around and I fucking like wave my arm. And it's three of these dudes. And he's like, he's like, ooh, tough guy, tough guy. And I was like, am I gonna get gang raped by right, three what gang you, guys? What do you? You can't be like, <laughs> I'm gonna call the police. They're like, what? Are you, what? what are you? That's like the guy's like, what are you, fag? Yeah, and, and the, the gay guy, like, I'm right fag. here. Right, right. Arrest him, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, handcuff him and put it in. I think, I think, dude, I think dudes, dudes. Uh, are aggressive, but not as aggressive as but chicks. Like, chicks look, are fucking aggressive in that in that world. I'll understand. I get that there are certain things that girls can get away with that guys can't. But like guys that get too overly like aggressive about that concept is also weird. Like at my camp, fuck yeah, at my camp we had this girl who was just joking around with some old dude, and she's hot. And he was like, "Yo, can you kick my hand?" And she went up to kick to kick it, and she slipped, and he like kind of like flipped her under, and her tit popped out, and she got up and slapped him, sure. and he freaked out and was like, "I want the cops here. This is assault." And we're like, "Bro, you're all drunk. You fucking moved her leg so she fell, and she got up and slapped you for it. Like she was ready to keep drinking and yeah. have a good time. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, it was just like a friendly, fun slap. He lost his mind 
And he's like, I'm an ex-cop, da-da-da-da-da. This is fucking bullshit. If I laid hands on her like that, I'd be in handcuffs, but women can get away. I was like, dude, relax. And then it was fucking hilarious. One of my boys is like a cop too, and he's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to him. Like, let me try to like calm the situation before the cops, before we actually the have to call cops the cops. Come, yeah. And uh, this and his this this dude, this nut, nut job, he, he brought his friend there, and his friend was like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. He's just, you know, he was 9-11. He's a little aggressive, da-da-da. He's just that. And my buddy, the cop, like, talks to him, comes back. He's like, there's no getting through to this guy. He's like, I was literally <laughs> yeah. about to tell him, like, all the good cops died on 9-11. Like, he was just like, you need to relax about this whole, like, 9-11 shit right now. Like, yeah. you can't He kept keep... saying it over. Yeah, he was like, I saw shit. 9-11. And... Yeah. You're like, no, sir, no, no, no. sir, what does that have to do with the fact that you let a girl fall and then she slapped you? Yeah, you slipped her fucking feet out. No, there, look, there's like girls can be wild and shit when they get drunk and do dumb shit too, just as much as guys do. But guys like that have to take like the, that guy's definitely not stable. That, that's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, like you look stable. at that, you're like, I'm glad we avoided whatever is going to happen here, but. That guy's gonna unload on someone else. Well, yeah, you and this is wild too, because uh, this is for people's reference too. You throw a camp. How many years have you done the camp? I got a fourth year coming up. It's gonna be your fourth. Well, it's and, the it's the yeah, it's year four. It's a camp in Connecticut, and I went there. Uh, like I was off one weekend. They were like, "Hey, Carl, come up here, check this out." You know, like, uh, and it was awesome. It was an adult camp. Everything you want to do as a kid with alcohol. Right. And I. I documented the whole thing because it was fun as fuck. And the owner was like, hey, Kirill, we got so much love from social media because no one's really seen this, you know, especially, you know, they don't never had like somebody with a following come through and actually. Like, so you took over a camp that existed. So they run this camp every weekend in from May to like October. Holy During shit. During the week, it's a kid's camp. And on the weekends, the adults come in and fuck in the same cabins that the kids live. Tight. Awesome. Uh, and they were like, would you like to take over a weekend? Uh, and we did it, and it's awesome. It's so much fun. You know who does one too? What's his dude? Who's the fi who's that actor? Who's really creepy with the pencil mustache? You know who I'm talking about. How many though? Jake Gyllenhaal, Adam no, Driver, no, 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 like old, old, old? Uh, with like the little pencil mustache. The oh, 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 fucking! Uh... I can't think of his name. Yeah, I see him, dude. God damn it! I'm closing my eyes right now, and I see him. Hold on. His name is. Um... And he's and he's like it was very it was, he's, he's just very flamboyant. Yeah, he's flamboyant old gay dude. Um, uh, his name is uh, uh, God is gonna kill me. Do you know who this is? You know who it is? You gotta look it up on your phone right now. It's um, uh, well, I don't even remember the movies he's done. Uh, I know he has slick back hair. P P with a P. No, it's slick back hair, right? That's right, what you're talking right. about. Little pencil I might I might have a text message. John Waters. John Waters. Yes, man, my mind Woo! is fucking good. Some days he John Waters in there. Camp. He Shit. does a weekend there. Like they they let like some gossip girl fan club take over. It's awesome. Wow. So what's the name of the what's the name of the spot? Club Getaway in Connecticut. But then you I just you call, call it Grill's Wet Hot, Kirill's American, Wet Hot Summer. American Summer. Yeah. And uh if you're off, I highly recommend it's so, like it's a lot of fun. It's a dope cabin, activities all day, all night, open bar. I get all the liquor sponsors to like donate booze. The tickets are fucking dirt cheap too. What, the what does it cost Dude, to go there? Without it sounding like a plug, but it's like around five hundred bucks and it's every meal. And a bed for two nights, and with, all the activities with food and drinks, everything. I That's give you open ridiculous. Bar. Yeah, you can't get a hotel room in Manhattan for that. Fuck no. Right. And food and drinks. Food and the food. And is what are the incredible. what are the activities? By the way, I have is about like, a, there's about a hundred. You can go you can go uh, archery, zipline, uh, 
just anything uh, in the water. Yeah, Boats water and shit. skiing, all the shit. Like they have the fucking giant inflatable stuff. It's 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 awesome. It really is. What a What is lot that of thing fun. called? When you jump at the blob? Do you have yeah, one of those? Those the blob, things are they hilarious. The they got those everything. things are so yeah. fun, dude. Yeah. I've done those once. I was like, this is exactly what this is. There is a little piece of us that like dies when we get older. That you that you like. It just the ch- the child thing goes away. And when you do things like that, you're like, fuck, I miss. Well, someone I miss said so it much on Reddit. They're like. Someone said that they're like they were talking to their ninety year old grandmother, and she said, "I still, I might f- look ninety. She's but like, I but feel, I feel eighteen, dude. My she's like, I act. That. She's like, I feel like I'm still eighteen in my head, and I will always feel like. She's like my my ninety year old friends. I still look at them and think of them in that same eighteen year old demo, even though I can see that they're ninety like me. We're just friends enough that we interact like we're eighteen still. Yeah, in here." We pour whiskey, whiskey. whiskey ginger fans, living with chronic pain is absolutely the worst. It's more of a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. Some of my listeners have probably had some kind of pain that has prevented them from relaxing, sleeping, stopped them from exercising. I have this exact same problem. I run almost every day, anywhere from four to six miles a day. It's bad on my knees. I know I shouldn't do it, but I need something to recover, and ice doesn't really do the trick as much as it used to anymore. Let me tell you about something dope. Omax Cryo Freeze. Omax Cryo Freeze is incredible. Uh, it is a, a roll-on applicator or uh, a regular applicator that you that you use on all of your sore joints and muscles. Um, it has CBD infused in it. It's all natural, unlike its competitors, BioFreeze, Icy Hot, Bengay, etc. This is incredible. Everybody from athletes to your grandmama can benefit from this pain relief. Um, if you don't have, if you have pain that don't won't go away. Uh, then you got to get yourself some Omax Cryo Freeze. It works within 10 minutes of application. Go to omaxhealth.com, O-M-A-X health.com. Use the promo code whiskey as always and get yourself 20% off Cryo Freeze site-wide. I'm telling you, this stuff is legit. O-M-A-X health, omaxhealth.com. Enter the promo code whiskey, get yourself 20% off. Back to the episode. How old do you feel? Old. What do you I feel, feel old because I'm um, I I'm like I totally get midlife crises now. Like it's this. How old is, are you for re- in real? I'm life? 35. And you feel? No, I'm 35. Yeah, 35. You got? <laughs> yeah, I think I had a stroke just now. Uh yeah, I just feel old. You feel weathered. You know why? Because I my job also involves hanging around 19 to 22 years. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Right. It's like a. It's the older I get, it's just turning into like a daycare center sometimes. Do they throw that at you ever? What? They were like, "How old are you?" And you're like, oh. 35. and they're like, "Ew!" No, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like that's that they're the gr- the girls that, love that shit. Yeah, you're like a dad. Look, if I didn't have a, a following or a brand or anything, and I was just hanging out at the club, yeah, I'd probably be like, "Ew, get out of here, creep!" But they don't care about age. Like, dude, there was fucking thirty year old girls blowing Hugh Hefner. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, not a, but you and Hugh Hefner are two different things. By yeah, I mean, just he's to be a clear. fucking legend. <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. But You're the, a dope dude, but that, yeah, yeah, that's a different yeah, yeah, fucking thing. But don't thing. forget, Hugh Hefner was getting blown by tens. I'm he being was. approached by twos. By, in, 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 ten year, in, in Winnipeg. And ten-year-olds, by the way. Right. I'm the Hugh Hefner of Winnipeg. You are. The Hugh Hefner fucking There's uh, a lot of, of the middle Canada. That's I really have a good Why a lot of Canada shit? They just love you, Can- huh? Yeah. Canada fucks with you. 19 a party. That's right. I forget about that shit. You can drink up there Yeah, so those kids are like clamoring. Dude, you know, do you know... Simon Rex, yeah. I mean, so like not, he, not he like that, he's yeah. like he can't go to Canada. Um, Criminal record, whatever. I, it's literally if you have anything, if you don't have a spotless record, Canada hates you. I know. And he's like, bro, yeah. like I lose that on so much money because Canada is such a. They love 
They they're they're just. Does he really do parties good. too? Uh, I think it's just when he performed, but he lost that whole market. Right. It sucks. That's Canada's awesome. Bogus. Like I'm petrified of being like arrested. Not. I think me getting arrested would be great for my brand. Yeah. But it would be horrible for my bank account because I would lose Canada. It depends. This is crazy. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I used to do that for a living when I first moved to LA. I what? used to get bands into Canada that had criminal records. Whoa. Literally really? what I did. Yeah, it was crazy. Very specific. So I can I, I, I know what to do. I know how to do it. I know. People can get in. It just costs money. That's the bottom right. line. It costs a lot of money. Yeah, for each time or forever, they can expunge time, your record. Each time, yeah. you're basically fucking bri- you're basically bribing, uh, b- bribing the Canadian government. It's it's actually a brilliant system, and the only reason that happens, by the way, is because we did that to them. So it's a reciprocation thing, right? Like that's that's what criminal entry is for almost every country. Is depending on your country's laws, the opposition laws usually are stronger based on what you create because it's kind of like a big dick competition. Right, right, right. So Canada says fuck you to America uh. because America said fuck you to Canada for quite a long time. So. Who says fuck you to Canada? We do. We always have. Yeah. Have we really? Yeah, we pers- I don't know anything. Okay, I'm look at it like really look at it dumb. like this. Look at it like this. This is wild. The, the immigration in America right now is like the biggest issue in fucking everyone's right. mouth. It is it is very very difficult for anybody to get a visa for America, but for some reason in Canada to get a work visa to get here is is unbelievably difficult for somebody that is in the same Do they continent. feel like we're just so close it's like go play in your own sandbox? It's because it's because of the the difference in who do we hate more, Mexicans or Canadians? Me or the country? The country. The country hates like Mexicans what's harder? More. Yeah, I hate Mexicans more. <laughs> no, no, I think the country. I the think country, Intel called them snow Mexicans. Snow Mexicans. Canada, yeah. yeah. So that's just we're the country's by harder on them. Varieties of Mexicans. Right. <laughs> the country's harder on. Because Mexican immigration, dude, is it's a whole funny. Thing. You can make fun of all that shit, but we run a merch company, and I'll tell you what, we were just talking about it. Like, yeah. you can make fun of Mexicans and talk as much shit as you want, but goddamn it, we've had white employees, and they are the worst. Yeah, like the they're so entitled and so lazy. Yeah, that like I'm sorry, like we we have Mexican guys that literally I would probably maybe not, but take a bullet for. Probably not. Not really. Not really. No. Nah. No. You'd metaphorically take. Metaphorically, a bullet. I'm like that dude's like. That dude's so my guy. That's my guy. But if you need to take him away, take him away. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Mexicans are taking all the jobs." It's because they're actually working. Yeah, and also that's not that's also another fucking myth. They're not taking all the way all the jobs. Right. They're all, they're working the jobs that they always work. That's always like one of those misnomers that gets pushed right. around. It's like, just like, like a it's a that's bullshit catchphrase. But the real truth is, like, dude, I have a I have a, a pretty solid Mexican fan base. And you know what my favorite thing about these motherfuckers is? You can make fun of Mexicans like in loving, yeah. and they love it. Right. right, you start talking shit about whites, and they get real nervous and mad at you, and you stepped on their toes, you've called them the wrong thing. Right, the one thing I love about my Mexican fucking fans, like I did a couple shows in Pasadena, it's all Mexicans, dude. They just they, want a good time. They love having fun. They huh. just want to fucking talk shit, have a laugh, have a good time. That's the that's what I find more than anything. This is something interesting about a parallel of like my shows, if they're racially mixed, I know I'm gonna have way more fun because Absolutely. when it's all white. For some fucking reason, like I sell some I sell some weird joke off that I know culturally they don't like. It's not even about them. That's the worst part. They defend something that isn't them. Have it's you really ever had? A, okay, yeah. Like they, I, tell, they, they, I tell they, a joke. they take offense on behalf of someone else. Yeah, they, they have, have no like, business taking offense for. Well, everybody's a proud victim. That's why I know. But today is it's the worst it ever was. It's the weirdest it's ever been. I tell a joke about having a black pilot. I had my first black airline pilot. So I fly every weekend. Dude. Right. I've only had whites. Okay. Yeah. And I tell a joke about having my first black pilot. 
and I'm not going to finish the joke, but as soon as I go through it, people, white people, half of the white people love it, and half of the white people are like, I don't know if I'm supposed to. It's this weird, like, of you're course you're supposed club. to. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Let it the fuck go. Just, like, just like, weird, what, like, you're, like, you're not standing there at a fucking Amtrak station saying this, because then you're like, all right, this might be a rally. Right. But, like, this is a comedy club. Like, And I do do that on some... Sundays. Everybody knows where we are on Sunday mornings. Amtrak station. Noon to two. Amtrak station. Um, I did say this. This was so fucked up this weekend, though. This was so mean, but I did love it just because I was in Denver, and I just knew that, like, you know, Denver is extremely liberal. And I was like, I don't know if you guys know what's going on. This, you know, in Australia, it's on fire. And people were like, oh yeah. And I was like, well, I think, um, I think because of that, I want to donate the proceeds tonight. And everyone started to be like, whoa. And I was like, to Trump's 2020 campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, people i mean the faces were like no! no i was like you already clapped it's over you already did it i just like fucking i like i love i love doing that to people to get their goat because i'm like you let it go this is like relax you're not as important as you think you are none of this shit is real we're fucking around like that's kind of the world you live in too is like you can't take much serious because it's just for fun all that shit's for fun right it's weird because I've kind of have my own little pocket on the internet where I'm like South Park, where right. at this point, most people are like, it's Carell. Like, just, they know. They're like, what are you? It was easier on Slut Whisper because somebody would fight with me and someone would be like, dude, you're following an account called Slut Whisper. Like, what did you think you were going to yeah. discuss? Yeah. Like, have an honest, reasonable right. conversation about something? Like, of course it's going to be offensive and stupid. Uh, but, but you still get clapped at. Yeah, but getting clapped at's part of the process. Dude, being oppressed is part of the whole. Dude, without outrage culture, there'd be very little to talk about too, right? Right. Well, you do you think you gain more followers when you when you start wars like that? Like you you'll take a clip yeah. that some some dummy yeah. says to you and you're like, yeah, "Come on, because, motherfucker." Yeah, because they want to see that you're quick, that you're clever, right? You're not just a dude who's just like, "Look, a lot of the internet is faceless," right? Uh almost all of it. Everyone's kind of faceless, so when you could be Dude, they just it's like I interact on my page all day because it's funny to me. So you you open the DMs, the dude. The I read everything. It. It's silly. It, I treat it yeah. like a hangout. It's right. like we just bust balls, and that's just what it is. And unfortunately, though, because now half the shit gets reported for bullying. Like I'll you get reported for that, dude. I'll write something like "Shut up, fatso" as a comment back to my girlfriend. They'll be like, "This is harassment and bullying." I'm like, "That's my fucking girl. She she's sitting right next to me." I just saw I just saw your girlfriend posted um a picture of her butt or I did. something. I posted oh, you her did. Butt. And and she got it got taken down. It got taken down and then this other girl chimed in before it got taken down that she was like, Oh my god, I have it. It's so stupid. Like these people exist. That's the scary part. Like some some girl was worst, mad because you posted a picture of your and girlfriend's butt. And the worst butt part is these people that are your the girlfriend ones, told you to post? Yeah, and these people are like these people are motivated. The problem with people like us is I'm lazy. Right. right. So my opinions stay in my head or sometimes they'll come out to the real world. But like these people who are like offended or freak out, they're the ones who go and vote. They're the ones who make Fuck all the yeah. decisions. Yeah. Uh, so this chick writes to me, if you care about this woman, you wouldn't have posted this. Hopefully she escapes from you. Hopefully she what escapes, escapes from, you. from you. Nice, dude. Dope. Um, Let her go, bro. Like, you do oh. have her chained up. You are a bad, bad man. Oh, and her bio is. Uh, Christian living in biblical times. Anthony's mom. God bless. Oh, is that Anthony's mom? Oh, Anthony. I know who that is. Oh, yeah, Anthony. I know that is. Yeah, uh, Anthony's mom. Hey, I love when people do that on fucking Instagram when they go like, um, 
It's always well, that's, like that's how little you have to offer like, to the world. Son of Kevin, wife of Ke- of, of David, yeah, loving father of twelve, and it's just like, bro, this is how pathetic your existence is. That you're defined by things that you're not in control of, really. Right? Like you're like, oh, I'm an Italian American, you know. Well, mother of seven, and you're like, what? Did you? I've learned nothing about nothing. you except you're annoying already. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's like the stickers on the back of a fucking right. Van. Like my proud family. Dogma. Yeah, yeah. My dog, my dog, my husband, my four kids. It's so it's so funny because people. Well, what that really says to me is, especially as a comedian, when I see that a lot, like because I get those people. The first people that like, rocks do you at chirp me. with people, or you got you're kind of like. I used to, dude, but I, at some point now, like those people used to chirp at me, like the bitch who has the stickers on her back window, right. and her only you identity like... is her family. I I can't bother with that bitch because my fans are so strong that like people that that enjoy what we do is so much better to me that I'm like, uh, fuck you, bitch. I love like, that. I just don't. I I can't. I can't deal with the like for real though. On your come up as a comedian. The negativity is all you fuck with. True. So it, you've gotten it. Yeah. This just, is me. You just get over it at some point. You're like, fuck this. I, I don't want to. I, I can't. Like now, uh, dude, like this was bananas. I, I think I've talked about it before, but Calvin Klein put up a fucking billboard in Manhattan and they said all of our new Midtown Manhattan billboards are going to feature um, uh, plus size models. Okay. There was a woman, bro, I'm not exaggerating. There was a woman so large. In fucking underwear. And it, it that she was the whole billboard. The whole photo was her, right? So I tweeted. I retweeted the tweet. And I and all I said was, that's one more way to sell more fabric. That's one way to sell more fabric, right? Just fucking around. Yeah. Just, that's one way to sell more fabric. There it's you go. Joke. Plus size models. This, I didn't even tag her. The girl was hunting her own. She was like hunting her own shit. Like, like she was going through the, the, the regular news article to find what people... She came at me so hard and she was like, oh, of course a white male said this, I, but I joke about you and you shoot up a school. And I was like, um, I was like, yeah, but I'd have to get more ammo because, you know, you're heavier. Like all right, this shit. Right, so right. we kept going back and forth and back and forth until then it was the racist mob got at me and was like, you're racist. And I was like, whoa. I said this bitch was fat. Never once did I say anything about her right. race. It had nothing to do with it. You, by the way, just sitting here, you didn't know that she wasn't white, right? Like, I just said she was a big girl on a billboard. Right. But automatically, they said, I'm a racist. So that's when I go, bye, and I clock out, and I block and whatever, because oh, I'm like... you're lucky. I got deleted off Twitter for that same shit. Oh, for real? Yeah. But I was gonna say, I won't stand there for have you call me a racist. Like, if you can say, like, I'm making fun of this woman's weight, and that's, like, immature and rude, for, well, okay... But like when when these groups come after you and they're bro, like you're I, a bigot, I'm like, bro, a bigot. What the when fuck? People are saying like, don't you dare. You can't talk about it. Don't make fun of a woman's weight. Cool. Ask that same girl if her boyfriend cheats on her with a fat girl. The first comment should be like, yo, that fat that bitch, bitch is fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah like don't fucking. It's all perspective. Yeah, of course. Of I course. got kicked off for making a fat joke too. What'd you say? Mm, I picked a fight with the wrong person though. Someone with a little bit more power than me. Uh, this fucking fat girl posted something about, hey. Uh, it was about uh, airline seats and how people. Thing. No, just oh. people. But she's being like, I don't like the looks I get. Da da da. From like, if I'm too fat, and I was like, Look, I don't care how fat you are. It does. I. It's your life until your fatness inconveniences me. Mm-hmm. If you're spilling over into my seat, we have a problem. We can't smoke on airplanes anymore. Right. So she <laughs> it's, goes. It's affecting so me. She. I didn't realize this. She was like some big fat YouTuber. I don't know who she was. I don't remember. I can find a screenshot. But she said, don't worry, honey, I fly private. 
And she like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, That's I can't. Great. I was no. like, okay, you gotta. So then I hit her back with, um, I know I saw the movie and I tweeted Operation Dumbo Drops cover, <laughs> and they just yanked me with it. Like, dude, the ima- huge YouTuber, and you know how loyal YouTube fans are. Oh my just god, bro, flooded yeah. me. <laughs> I panicked because I was like, yo, if they find the Instagram too, and they'll fucking report that. I, they clipped me on Twitter within like three hours, and then I got kicked off again a year later. You're done, making huh? Some dumb Are you done Asian with it? Joke. Um, yeah, I'm done. I missed Twitter because it was a fun way to be creative within like constraints. Like it was like a fun project, right? Like right. how do I say something funny or witty Tiny. within this? It was yeah. cool. Uh, but after they once they told me you're banned for life, Twitter's the only app that bans you for life. Yeah, no, I know that. That's wild, and that they don't give you any chance. No, you're I done. had a second account. They verified it a year later. Like, oh, that's Kirill. Get him out of here again. That's so well. Twi- Twitter is. Oh, by the way, when I got kicked off a of slut whisper. I had to start a new account. Kirill was here. A week after that, they verified Kirill was here. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? (laughs) Like, what is this? What's the point? That's, well, that's. Like, why did you just take away a whole audience and then go? Because they want to control. They want control, right? Like, like, Twitter is a cesspool. I don't really like Twitter as much anymore. I'm not even, I'm not half as active as I should be. For fan engagement is one thing that they're like, oh, but you still have fans that want to like. But Twitter, I feel like, it's like you're chasing the viral high. Yeah. Twitter is just chasing the retweets. It is. Because otherwise, you just might as well text it to your friends. Because like, if you're not getting th- more than three retweets, you were like, what am I talking it? to? Right. I know that, that that is the issue with it. And also, like those kind of things. Like I make that slight joke. And really, if you want to be, if you really want to get to the depths of it, when I'm, what I'm saying is when I said about that girl, when I was like, that's one way to sell more fabric, I'm really taking a shot at Calvin Klein to be like jumping on a social issue to pretend like they're the, you know what I mean? Like they're making a martyr out of fat There's, people. Yeah. It's bullshit. So what I'm really doing, if you had any brains, the people that read it were like, that's a clever way it's of being nuance. like, Calvin Klein is bullshit. This yeah. is a way to be like, we, we like big people too. It's like, and by the way, this girl was obese. She wasn't overweight. She was obese. And so I was like, this is just Dude, a shot. This is just a bullshit way of being like, we're we're trying to solve the bro, problem. That is beautiful is like saying salmonella is beautiful. Like if I just went to like, if I went to, if there's a commercial for like the new steakhouse and they're like, hey, look at this. We've got maggots in our meat. Like, sorry. Like, that's the way. Like, you'd be like, gross. Like, <laughs> that's the that way means it gross. Is. Yeah. Like, we know we can visually identify what's gross and what's not. I'm fat. I look in the mirror. It's gross. Like, I don't like you don't need to lie to yourself. Right. It's like the Carlin way, like just change the name and condition doesn't change the fucking condition, right? Right. Like that's so it. true. Well, that, like, well, that, but that's the thing. It's like now we've made. I don't like know if you fat saw is this, beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, until you're a fat white guy, and then they're like, "Shut up, fatso." There's right. no when you're a fat. And like when you're I know fat this guy, is like the fucked. fucking thing. Like oh, like you know, like fat white guy should be able to take it. We've they ran the world forever. Like <laughs> this, we're right. like literally fat white people are the only people that could be made fun of, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, but you should be able to take the shots back. And I've always said that, like, when people are like, I want equality, and then you make fun of them. And I'm like, but that's what comes with equality is like you get some of the benefits, but you also get to be made fun of well, for being another fucking participant on this globe. 100%. Dude, the, the, the guy who plays the piano at the comedy store, Jeff, is one of the coolest motherfuckers on earth. And he's gay, and he's talked openly about the fact that he's like, I can't believe that people have this thing when they make fun of gay people online. And he goes, I want, we fought for equality for fucking 35 years. The fact that I want to be equal means I think I'm open to be made fun of just as much as anybody else. Jeff, however, lives in the world of comedy, so he's much more keen. But that being said, well, he also can understand the difference it. between a joke and and a, and and, a, and just someone just and like a, a blanket statement, a violent right, attack, right, 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 right? Yeah. So, but that's my point: is if we would all be so lucky if everyone had some fucking awareness about it. Like Jeff is the first person to make a joke. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, God, if we all had this kind of uh, cultural awareness. 
you're around enough people to get it that it's like part of the community of making fun of each other is part of the community. That's that's why people well, fucking respect that's what and we like do. each we other. bust balls. Yeah, that's, that's well. And if they're devoid of that, right? When you don't have that in your world, then it becomes like, oh, that's yeah, that's. Be- yeah, and then you bad. become a religious extremist. Right. You become one There's of these no people self-awareness. that gets, gets, gets overtly pissed about nothing at all. But what you said is so fucking true. It's funny. If you, if you want to give the shots, you should be able to take them, regardless of your position. That's just the, that's, that's half of the shit. Dude, that's like when people write unfollow on like my page. Well, they write like unfollow. You, they're like, I'm unfollowing too far. You're like, you stayed through all, all the bullshit right <laughs> until i probably hit some nerve right. and then it's like oh that went from being comedy to now fact now he's making statements all of a sudden it's like right. what right they t- they decide when it's over for them right up until then they're okay and then they need to announce their departure like there's some fucking i'm leaving i'm kevin Ugh, goodbye <laughs> like bro i didn't even know you were here yeah, bitch bitch you're one of many people that i don't fucking care about oh my god but- i walk my fucking followers daily I know that's like an inside comedy joke. Yeah, it is. Uh, how many? How many? By the way, you gain. Do you ever look at the gain and the loss? You know, on the analytics page. Uh, I don't have analytics because when you're private, oh, they don't they give don't show you, you that shit? shit, which is so retarded. Oh, that's wild. I thought they, they don't tell you, you anything. They so, want you to be public. That's why I have no analytics. I can just tell you how many followers I'm gaining. What's the advantage of being private then? Um, is the idea that that these people are missing out on something that they're that they might want to see. So, like, a little pro tip, as yeah. I told you before earlier, if you want to gain a faster following and you do have content that might be more intriguing to people to see, whether it's, like, party videos or dumb jokes or whatever, at least for me, keeping it closed off gets more people trying to get in. For as sure. opposed to leaving it open, and then they're like, aha, that was cool, and then they bounce out, and they might not even follow you. And that's I mean, it's a great perspective. It's interesting. When you said that before, I was like, I wonder if that's how that is. For someone like me, it's different, right? For us, for comics, it's like, I mean, I still I have need parties to, to most, sell too. Yeah, but but your content is also unique from what you do live, right? Your partying is different than what you put online. It's not all you put online, right? It's not all so because I don't really like when I'm home. I'm not thinking about the parties, right? So it's right. not. I'm not really posting about that. Like the story on my Instagram stories, if I'm at a party, that's where it all goes. Right. And then my page is just kind of like what mood I'm in, whether it's yeah, dumb, it's just all sorts of it's dumb shit I find on the internet. Do you have someone help you with it? No, it's, it's just, all you. Yeah. Do you do you do you, uh, do you fucking do you think less of those that do have help, people that help them? No, because a lot of people that do. Yeah, there's there's fucking there's teams that just you know, but and that's not like that's not me. Yeah. Like, I was like, I should just run a strict meme page and just fucking get 10 million followers like all these other guys. And, like, it might be exciting for three hours, and then I forget about it in two days. And it just, like, sits there stagnant. So it's just like, why, just let me do me. This is my journal. This is my online diary. I respect the fuck out whatever, of Whatever is there, it's like, hey. And we're honest, dude. We've made merch that sucks, like flops. And I'll go on there and be like, guys, I ordered 2,000 wine glass sets that... I literally don't know what to do with that. What do you do when they can't when they can't push them? Oh, I just tell them honestly. I'll be like, I'll throw them in with every order, and they're like, Oh wow, thank you. Like it's yeah. just I'm, as long as I've always found, as long as you're honest with them, like they're gonna stick around. Yeah, I feel like it's like really hard to lose a following without being like unless you're kicked off. I feel like it's kind of it's we're in a different generation where we can retain fans. Right, like, they, they can't have, well, forget you. More leeway. Yeah, that's why I think like being some sort of, I think. The term fame has been just so like, uh, as opposed to like back in the day, like fame was like, fa- like 
to be a household name like 20, 30, 40 years ago, like took you really were famous. Yeah. I would argue though. You know what I mean? Like the, the there's some rich is, guy. Th- th- there's been a billion Dan Bilzerians, right? Yeah. But nobody knew who the fuck they were in 1990, right? There wasn't right. there wasn't anyone like because that wasn't real fame. But fame, real but, fame, but was fame like, has just been convoluted. So what I would say is like, uh, there was an like article, when people come up to like, Kirill, your Instagram famous." I'm like, Bleh. like that's just that phrase is just your 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 recognizable is what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Like like the difference is like, forty years ago, you want to know what famous? If you were famous in Hollywood, it's because you were recognized by everybody. But now anybody can be recognized by somebody. That's you can get famous for having a long neck. Yeah, like. That Fuck guy, out I've of seen here. that fucking guy. Like yeah. the genetic, like he lost the genetic lottery, and but then won the real lottery. Like, is he making money on that? Can he monetize? I mean, I think shit? that the window of internet relevance in that kind of scene, I feel like, is so like you gotta hit it. Like, take every club gig, like take everything you can get. Do fucking commercials for turtlenecks. I don't know. Like, yeah. you're literally like, <laughs> I would be doing everything. Yeah, but good for that motherfucker. That's what I would say when people. I used to hate on that when I was. I a don't hate comedian. on that. I don't I think care There's at all. enough money to go around don't for care. everyone. Yeah. I'm just saying the word fame is like when someone's like your Instagram famous. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to really be lumped in with a guy with a long neck. Yeah, but that's like saying to me, somebody says, you know who, I, you know my so my friend is a comedian. You're a comedian. You know what that does to me when some fucking when some ugh. jag off is like my buddy tells jokes sometimes. It's like. Ugh. You, you want to think about diminutive? Just just keep this yeah. in mind. When people say that no. to you, keep this in your front of your mind. I will have somebody come up to me who comes to a show, who paid to fucking see me, yeah. who typically came with someone who actually is a fan, and they'll go, you know, I never heard of you, and I'm not a big comedy fan, but this, this was all right. It, it, it's I'd like, rather you've not talked to me at all. 100%. But right. I have that all the time because you're like, people don't associate what you do with skill or talent or ability. They think you just rolled out of bed. 100%. Didn't plan anything. Easy of to this. do. What you do is easy to do. I could, I know what guy, my buddy part, tells I think the jokes. only person that actually successfully did that is Patrice, right? What? That's how he started his career. He heckled someone. And right. the guy goes, you get up here, you get up here and try better. It. And Patrice right. went up and did 10 minutes and killed. Patrice was made to be a comedic fucking joke. He, he just was too shy to start doing it. That was the problem. Like right, Patrice right. just didn't have the gumption. And but then I'm when glad he did it, that happened. Over. Fuck yeah. And I'm, uh. I'm sad he's dead. So many other comics should have died before him. <laughs> I say Way that all the time. So many guys, I'm like, that guy could be dead. No one oh, would fucking please. miss him. Um, this is the one thing I want to touch but, but on. But Patrice was also not a pre- He's one of those comics that became more appreciated in his Posthumously. Yeah, yeah, because he was really overlooked. Well, I would say he was ahead of his time. Yeah. I think guys like... He was also difficult to work with. So most people, most talented people are. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, you know... I've been more difficult to work with as time has gone on because you become more specific about your skills. So well, like you also realize your self-worth. Yeah, that's what I mean. Same right. thing. Like it's no longer you're lucky to, I'm lucky to be here. It's uh, you're lucky to have me sometimes. I'm appreciative and I'm respectful, but there's also moments of like, well, I don't want to get stepped on anymore. I'm tired of that shit. Like you get sick of kind of being put in a place of oh, like, yeah, you don't, you're lucky to be here. And you're like, no, fuck you. I could go do other shit. I'm planning a burning all bridges tour. Like I'm Are like, you? when that's I'm smart. done, I'm like, here you go. I you actually go? said... I was like, you know, it'd be great as if I just closed, ev- if I just started every party. Was like, hey, I'm just gonna do stand up for ten minutes. I'm just gonna ruin the entire night for everyone. <laughs> just fuck it That's up. That's it. Do just no, go. do improv. That'll really just fuck like, it up. oh yeah. Get a couple of people. In there I'll get a few fuck- shot. Nothing worse than drunk improv. Right. Well, you think it's hilarious, <laughs> and everyone's shit. just standing there like, what? Long is form. This? Yeah. Um, when you, this is the one thing I want to, I want to touch on because yeah, I'm yeah. very curious, and you can pass, you can pass on the buck if you don't want to talk about it. But you have a girlfriend. You yeah. put her on the internet. You guys are, yeah. you guys are public about it. Yeah. Right. 
Like me, I'm pretty private with my personal life. I To the fans, they know my wife is the old bag. I call her the old bag. That's kind of mm. the only thing they know about her, you know? Is like she's this mysterious creature, and that's put that way on, a, on purpose. Some people decide to put them, put their family in or out relationships or husbands, wives, kids, whatever. You live in the business of partying and women and all that shit. Right. Her comfort level, what is it? It's pretty high. She's older than me. She's a year older than me. She's kind of seen it all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making excuses. It, she's pretty. Literally in our three years, she's might have had like three things to be like, hey, like, can you not spit in a girl's mouth? That's like one thing I don't want. Oh, but, see, my old bag would love that. She should be like, yeah, spit on those bitches. Oh, no. She's like, she's like, that's too personal. That's like what I like. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, don't. That's what you do to me. Yeah. She's right. like, that's for me. Yeah, uh, I get that. I get that. that. But uh, yeah, no real issue. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I try to be respectful. I mean, it's, a, you know, especially in this day and age, I can't, you know. The Me Too movement, I try not to even fucking... I hand the bottles off to as many people as I can. I was just going to say, how much has I have that so changed? many girlfriends at every party that I know because I've been doing this for 10 years at every city. Like, Girls will come around and be like, can I spray champagne on her? And be like, be my guest. Yeah, oh, do the it. less work I get to do... I'll take photos with fans. You go fuck it. They want to see that anyways. Two girls having fun with champagne. Sure. So my fat ass doing it. So does she... So does she? has she ever been to yeah. a party with you? Yeah, yeah, she's come out. Did you meet her at a party? Dude, I booked her 90s band for camp without realizing. And then we just started talking, and then that's it. For the first camp For that my you first did. camp ever. Oh, yeah. wow. And then you stuck. And then she's like, slid in my DMs. She's like, you're all right. She's like, hey, okay. I don't know. I don't maybe Take she this goofy drunk. Russian Jew from Jersey. I, what is I, she? I grow up. Is she people. a Jersey kid too? She's Long Island. Like, oh, thick boy. Long Island. Like, Two Marissa different Tomei, Long Island. <laughs> this is a TV yeah. show. She's from Long Island. Yeah. He's she's... a Russian Jew from Jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they met. <laughs> yeah, and... but like you said, like, you keep your shit very. I've, like, I, I've, I've learned that A, it's good for business to say I have a girlfriend. Sure. Because it A, makes me less creepy. I was just going to say, that's got to help girls' comfortability levels Comfortable knowing that levels. it's like I'm not this weirdo. And more girls will come up to me and be like, um, is Estee coming tonight? Because they became fans of her. Because they're like, oh, this is like a strong chick that puts up with his shit. And we just have fun. Like, what's it's 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 she's really good for what I'm doing. Yeah, it's dope. But you do know, you, you're aware of the fact that so many other women would be like, ah, I'm not fucking with that. That's insane. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do that. So it's all like, that's what's wonderful that yeah. she's cool with it because they're all cool. Yeah. Until they're not. So mm -hmm. who knows? I'm just telling you. You like, know they're now. All, I don't. You know about right now. Right now. Yeah, I live in the moment. Like, yeah. hey, six years ago, my ex was really cool too. Right. Until five and a half years. And then ago. she was like, and then it was, I'm enough of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the breaking point for most of these women was that was what you do. Three years is usually, my but it's life. three years because of what you do. I'm saying, is that the breaking point, or is it because of something? Well, else? yeah, I was also a piece of shit. Sure, sure. It's hard, you know, life is hard. Yeah, life is hard. You're being a good it boy. It gets lonely on the road. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. good now. Yeah, you're being good now. I have to be an adult now. You got to grow up. You feel like? Yeah. You gonna be a guy who gets married? And I does can't all that relate bullshit? to a 21 year old anymore. No, could you ever? Even, Did you dude, when you I were 21? I just found out what a finsta was. A what? A finsta. Here we are. Do you uh, know? No. I've heard people talk. Girls are like, oh my God, you have a Finsta? I'm like, is that like a, a fake cool? Instagram? Yes. It's where you, let's just say, stalk, you just have an anonymous account. A lot of celebs will do it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I have like, a where there's that like people one. will like, old Slow Whisper account, right. I'd have like huge athletes come up and be like, girl, I love your shit. And I'm like, don't follow me. And they're like, I do. Like, they know. There's like 40 accounts. 
you know. Yeah, the fake Instagram. They, I have a good friend of mine who has like 20 million on regular, on her public phony Instagram, on her like corporate. Right. And then and her real like, one is like 60 people or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And she's it just always being blows a my fucking dirtbag. Yeah, it's that. awesome. It's just actually sending wonderful. your racist memes. Like, yep. Uh. Yep. Yep. It is so funny to see what goes on there versus what goes on the other one. You're always like, and then like public they, image. And like, sometimes they post things at the same day, at the yeah. same time. And you're like, this was for the, that was for my makeup line. This is for my, yeah, <laughs> this is for my clan meeting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Got my hood washed, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, it is fun to see that kind of shit. Well, that's good, though. You got a good one, man. You hold on to her until fucking she uh, gets ready. She gets crazy. Yeah, until she loses it on you and finds out that she wants something else. But they whatever, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's hard. Is it hard having uh, a wife in comedy? No, dude. Honestly, it's the opposite. I, I think... It keeps... It, I think, do you think it's easier than it used to be? This whole world makes comedy more accessible without having a... I mean, obviously the road life and you still got to do stand up, but like podcasting really opened up an avenue for comedians, A, to make a shit ton of money yeah. and speak to an audience without having to go to their town. This is great because I'm not filtered. I can do what I want. I can, I can talk to people who I fucking like, right, who I'm right, interested right. in. Like there, there isn't, there isn't a, um, there isn't a, this is not a job I don't, I, uh, that I, I'm bummed about doing right for a long time. Like we have to do gigs that we're bummed about doing. A lot of comedy is like, I don't want to go to that city. I don't want to play that fucking right. club. I don't want to, like... This is something you want to do. This is the gig do. I, oh, I want to do You don't do have to this. be miserable to be a comedian. Yeah, like no. they said, you have to be. Nah, it's bullshit. You can be damaged, but yeah. now you don't have to be miserable. We're all fucked up. We're all fucked I up. I realized you didn't have to do it when I heard that back in the day, Jim Brewer made serious build a studio in his house in Jersey so he could be with his family and still do his radio show. 100%. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking dope. Yeah. That, like, it's cool to see someone be able to balance it without it being toxic like I it's know. look it's hard there's no doubt but right. but the old bag isn't a part of the business which is great like i would never there's a good comic friend of Have mine you ever dated a comedian no dude no my buddy al magical says uh there's one headshot per household that's his rule it's like fuck that shit one headshot per household dude that, What's when that mean? one headshot per household oh, one, one, one headshot one headshot per household like yeah. two actors together fucking bullshit wow. it's never a real thing like two two people that is do there the anything exact, worse two actors no 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 two, uh, no, no, no. Oh. then like uh like a, uh, like I couldn't imagine um being married to a female comic. I would argue, no matter who you are, no matter what job you do around this fucking world, if your significant other does the same thing, that relationship is doomed. I don't care what business is, I don't care what industry. Because there's, there's got to be resentment and jokes 100%. and success, hundred percent. And then it becomes like, oh well, it's because of this and because of that. And then there's no more validity of, hey, maybe I'm just writing better, better material. Right. See, that's tough because relationships are. You all can't about, tell your wife like, I don't know, maybe I'm just better at this than yeah, you. Yeah, bitch, I'm stronger than you. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens. And by the way, look at those guys that are successful. Look at like the acting world of that. Like uh, Chris Pratt was married to what's her name there, and and uh -huh. she was made more famous than him. And then the moment he got famous, famous, he was like, I got a rock, dude. I'm and out. And she's awesome. What was her name? Anna uh, Ferris. Anna Ferris. She's so funny. Right. She's dope. But he got famous. He wasn't famous. He was the fat guy in Parks and Rec. And then he got famous. Right. And when he and got famous, he, he was out. like, bye. I got He's like, I got to start fucking real famous pussy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He yeah. got out. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, those things, it's, when you do the same thing, the competition is too rich. There's no way. You, you Lucy can't and Ricky. Shit. Perfect example. Yeah, it doesn't bro. work. It was insane. And yeah. and and, they, and even their TV relationship was a mock-up of what was going months. on. Yeah, it was fucking Come wild. Um, dude, thank you. I uh, I appreciate you coming through. Thanks uh, for having me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put all your shit down here. I shit. I don't know what I just... You Download said everything great. You. It was oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah, we loved it. Did you like it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wish we could have cut away to him going, yeah, it was good. It was, it was fucking fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to put all your shit in the description below. I'm going to put uh, ways that people can find you. The camp is so dope. I think that's phenomenal. You do it from May to what? No. I, what is it's it? only one weekend. I only do Oh, it's one weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Father's Day weekend. Hilarious. Which, ironically, most of the people who are attending yeah. probably don't have one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Okay, That's great. where tickets are. I think it's still at like the second tier. Are you tickets. touring right now? I don't have like a real right, like, but are people you going just out? call and they're like, "You want to come get drunk here for some money?" And you're like, "Yeah." All right, do you line go. up dates way in advance? Yeah, I, yeah? I, I do, but I'm like the last minute kid too. Like a lot of clubs love bringing me in when I I help clubs pull out of a slump. I'm, I I've been known for <laughs> the that. Fixer. Right when the club's doing great, they're like, "What do we need Kirill for? It's fucking cranking, right?" Like, all right, and then the club starts like going a little down. They're like, "Bring in Kirill," like because what I'll do is I pull out people. From their under the rocks, right? Who've never been to this nightclub, and they're like, "Oh, I'll go see what Kirill's up to." And so the club just gains like a new fan base because they're like, they're like, we've like every club I've go to, they're like, we've never seen these people before in our lives. <laughs> they're like, Who, <laughs> these where people, did you find these people? They're like, from. they're like, they're like, I've been doing parties in this town for twenty years. So they're like, Kirill, who? Like I didn't know they lived. You bring here. them out of the woodwork. Yeah, there's like people just show up, and it's the best. It's just characters. Yeah. I love characters. When people are like, "I'm not, I'm too ugly to get into your parties," I'm like, "Please, please come here." Like, right. Like that's why we have alcohol. Right. I'm ugly too. Like, <laughs> what do you? This isn't like that. Should be the tour. I'm ugly too. I'm, the I'm ugly, ugly too. Tour. Yeah. Oh, I my the name of this tour that I tried to like basically called is like I'm gonna kill myself if nobody shows up. Like this is just that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna threaten my fans like, into coming. Like, you want to lose this? Yeah, Show I just bought fun. a gun. Just post that shit on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, just like, oh, <laughs> come do some shots. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll post that in the, I'll post that in the description so you guys can see where he is next. I highly recommend it. Follow him online. He has great fucking content. He's a good dude. I like him a lot. He's a friend of the family. Thank um, you. Here's what we like to do to end the episode. Uh, I'm gonna get off camera. I want you to look straight in the camera. You can either say um, one word or a phrase. So it's got to be a phrase or a word, not a, not oh. like a big thing. Just make it either one word About or a what? phrase. Just anything. Whatever the fuck you want, man. Just whatever you want. You just oh, say it directly in the camera. What did you say? Bomb? In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey Ginger. I like gingers.